Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey everyone, this is John Roca from Collider. By now, you've likely heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all of these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus is one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From beloved classics like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame to critically acclaimed documentaries like National Geographic's Free Solo, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. Disney Plus also offers some of the most beloved TV shows of all time, including 30 seasons of the Emmy Award-winning animated series The Simpsons. And if that weren't enough, Disney Plus has also rolled out a host of originals like The Mandalorian, the first-ever Star Wars live-action series, and high school musical The Musical The Series, a very meta take on the beloved film franchise. It's no wonder Disney Plus has become one of the most talked-about streaming services of 2019. So don't miss out. Sign up for Disney Plus now and start streaming all this great content today. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a 7-day return policy, ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Is Superman having trouble at WB, or is there just no news this week? (laughs) 
Uh, speaking of which, we're going to get to your Twitter questions, which have been piling up for a while, and I can't wait to dig into some of the things y'all sent along to Hashtag Collider Heroes. I'm excited for this very Twitter-heavy, very conjecture-heavy episode of Collider Heroes, episode 334, and who better to handle social media-heavy yeah. questions? What up, guys? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back on. I literally walked into the office today, and Roke was like, you're going to be on Heroes. <laughs> Like, All right, cool. I'm, 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 come on, bro. Pizzazz, a little spice. There it we is. We said so, Twitter so many times, you magically appeared. Just had to pop up. Just had to do it. I had Did to someone do say it. social media three times like the Babadook? The only thing I'm good at in life. So I have to, I have to be here to represent. And while we're talking social media, we as always want to thank heroes and villains who have outfitted us with this glorious merch. I was just looking at Dorian's jacket. Yeah, it looks I great. Like, I am loving Y'all, this. These are seriously like, so good. And if you use the code Heroes Ten, you get ten percent off. It is currently cyber. Monday when we're filming this airs tomorrow but it was Cyber Monday in your life but you get these codes all week so use the code HEROES10 for that sweet sweet merch also to cover my butt if news breaks tonight that I did not get to cover it. Well we also were, we're just back from Thanksgiving and we're mm-hmm. recording a wrap up which is one of the reasons we wanted to get in on everybody's questions and we know that next week is going to be wild. Yeah. We'll get into some of what we're looking forward to there. We've got Kevin Feige going to Brazil. We've got the crisis, crisis. event happening And but I really I thought it was cool to have a, a themed a community episode with the holiday. I thought it was cool that people are having family time, so we're going to spend time with our family, you folks. But first, Superman. Let's do it. Let's talk this through. What's actually going on, Corey? <laughs> so there was an article that came out that we covered last week mm-hmm. that had a lot of broad strokes about the future of WB. A lot of very general statements were made, and somehow out of those general statements, a very well-written Forbes article came out, which said very casually, I wonder if the WB is having trouble with Superman. It was very... It was a very non-committal thing that the internet took by storm. Like, this wasn't a a statement from WB. Henry Cavill didn't say, like, I'm having trouble with them. Like, it was an idea from a Forbes article that was great, but the internet can talk about nothing else this week. So I wanted to at least touch on, I think Superman is doing just fine. Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason we haven't seen him. I think there's a lot of conflict with scheduling and timing and all those things, but I don't think it's coming from a a source. Like, I don't think it's a, we don't know how to write Superman because he's Superman. What do you guys think? So this one's an interesting one. The, the the fun part of this to me has been that there's a giant public conversation about what we value about Superman having, which has been really, really neat because there have been some great answers and some answers I don't love. I think that the way this breaks down in terms of news sourcing is that Variety article had one line where it said they've met with J.J. Abrams and Michael B. Jordan in an attempt to make Superman more relevant. And we don't know whether that relevant wording came from an actual statement from someone at WB or a writer of an article being like, what connects these two facts um, that I can present to my audience? in this way. Right. Uh, so we literally don't know. that This could be a real conversation that's happening behind those doors. But to me, the fun part is, what do we think they actually should do? And there's two strong takes that I like right now. One is Superman is always relevant. Yeah. He is an immigrant journalist fighting corrupt power uh, that is never not going to be relevant. Um, and the other one is that it's not about making him relevant. It's about just embracing his fundamental goodness and kindness, which is tough enough in an, uh, a messed up world. And what I think is interesting is they, they even mentioned Captain America in some of these articles as like, he's not Captain America, but Captain America shouldn't work on paper either. <laughs> so I think if you can make Chris Evans a pure source of goodness in a fairly dark world and have it be so ironic it's sincere, you can make the Boy Scout of the superhero kingdom work. We need goodness. I think we, we, we had Shazam work, and that character is way harder to translate, in my <laughs> humble opinion. Dory, what do you think? So I think it's kind of like like you both are saying, like it's kind of interesting to see them saying, if it's them actually saying that they're trying to make it more relevant, when I know some people feel about Zack Snyder's movies, I feel like he was already on that like that immigrant path from Man of Steel to him being like 
ex, like being on trial in Batman versus Superman. And I think we were finally getting that, that optimistic Superman. We like everybody was claiming for at the end of justice league, even yeah. though people feel some type of way about that movie as well. But I thought like by the end of that movie, we were like, all right, this is, this is a Superman everybody's been waiting for. So if they could just like, just keep my boy Henry Cavill on, just like give it to JJ and give it to somebody yeah. and let them, let that story continue from the Superman we saw at the end of justice league. I think we got some, you, you got some special, I don't know, like, like, like you said, I don't think there's anything on WB's end. I was like, oh, we need to try to figure out how to make him relevant because, I, like, since the since their new wave of movies, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all that, it seems like they've been knocking out a park and they kind of know what they're doing with each of their characters. So I don't think it's anything of them like, oh, we need to try to make him find more like find more relevancy in his character. It's just about like trying to see where he fits into this schedule and where he fits into the world we're trying to build now. And with Henry Cavill's schedule, with The Witcher, with him doing all that, and them like thinking, oh wait, should we recast? What do we? And that Mattel okay, article. Yeah. Hear me out. Cool sunglasses and a skateboard. <laughs> I think so, but he's a red dog. <laughs> was that a Simpsons reference? I thought that was a Simpsons reference. It's just all of it. <laughs> it's a universal Poochie, right? 90s, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that with the Men's Health article that came out recently and with this uh, Variety article where this originated, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of attention on this. Yeah. So I think oh. it's just timing. May I, just for a moment, we literally talked about the interview that came from the Men's Health article on either this and or the podcast. Realize? And then later I went and read the full article and none of y'all told me <laughs> it's a House of Secrets yeah. shout out. Not only is it a House of Secrets shout-out, I was there 20 minutes after he left, and everyone was still in that, like, Superman just left. Yeah. Like, I walked My coworker told me about him being here, and it was a great story that, like, he was really nice, and they recommended stuff, and, uh, like, so I knew about that encounter and just had no <laughs> idea those things were connected. I just love that Menzel was like, I know where to go, and they're like, to the comic store of L.A., yeah. which it is. There's uh, many wonderful stories here, but happy to be one of them. But one is better than others. <laughs> now, uh, two are better than others. Now, I really, I like this article because it, it brings up the conversation of what Superman means to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So what I've enjoyed is seeing a lot of people, like, people suggesting birthrights, people suggesting... Uh, some people suggesting Red Sun. I don't think that's how you necessarily keep it in continuity. I think it's a great idea as an Elseworld. And if they go that way with DC, sure. But I think it would confuse a lot of people if Henry Cavill is suddenly Red Sun Superman. What I like is is what you're saying with Justice League, where they kind of spun off Aquaman. And he mm-hmm. was a similar character, but he was way more Jason Momoa by the right. time Aquaman was made. Mm. If they can do a Superman with Henry Cavill, the optimistic, the music swelling, that the brighter costume, if they can land that, we don't have to sacrifice Man of Steel. Man of Steel 2 can have a very different take because of where we left him off with so I think that Superman can be a JJ-esque soft reboot and maybe that's why they were talking to him where Star Trek wasn't necessarily a sequel but it wasn't not so I would love Man of Steel 2 to be a more optimistic more bright more cheerful Superman but not necessarily retcon what they've done so far yeah and I think like, I agree with what you're saying because I think that's what that's exactly what JJ Abrams is going to do with the Suicide Squad characters that he's inheriting from the previous movie like not all, like like Harley Quinn like all of those characters and, uh, yeah James did not did oh sorry JJ but oh, these that, are both oh, very oh, innovative yeah, so, yeah, so James, yeah, James Gunn what he's doing like rec- not rec- necessarily retconning, but mm-hmm. he's bringing those characters into his suicide Suicide Squad version, right. and he's giving them not not changing their characteristics from that other movie, right. but he's like giving them I don't know like his his take on them without forgetting what they did in the past. So if they kind of do that with uh, with Henry Cavill Superman from Justice League, I'll be all game for that. But also I know like just in case they do decide to recast him for whatever reasons, like I, I know people are getting pissed about my boy Michael B. Jordan even having a meeting with him. Superman is an alien; he does not have to be. He does not. I just want to make. make that clear he's he's an alien he does not have to be white he can be like any race as long as he's a like an immigrant alien so i just want to put that out there i don't have any like i think michael b jordan would kill it anybody would kill it i just want to get that clear it's like people are like oh he's not white he can't be like come on bro
It's 2019. We're about to be into 2020. It's, come it's, on now. It's very yeah. alienating when, like, of, of all characters, I'm like, you mean the guy from space? Yeah, come on, bro. Like, when you look at that, a certain like, way. Mm, yeah, that guy that gets his power from the sun, definitely. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It's very confusing. But I do think this article became a big conversation. Wanted to talk about it. As but far as we know. it's to have people just sitting around appreciating the things they love about Superman. So in that sense, good job, Twitter. And that's what I got out of it. <laughs> I just kept looking at the retweets going like, yes, oh, I love that about Superman, too. Like, that's what you do. And it was really cool to see all the imagination of like how the people like soft writing their own scripts like yeah. I saw a ton of outlines like, it was cool to see yeah. like a hundred different Superman movies in Twitter it's form. like a fan fiction prompt for all of us at once which Great. is always good please do that <laughs> as far as we know there is no uh, solid story behind the WB having trouble we will obviously keep you updated I still see Henry Cavill as Superman until someone else is in the suit standing in front of me also he's literally getting a TV show I mean it's, that's, it's, true. that's true yeah. that's true that's fair I which think doesn't Superman's- get mentioned in that roundup they're like he's been on TV a lot like Lois and Clark and I was like <laughs> <laughs> or Perhaps the new show with some of those names and characters in them debuting next year from Warner Brothers. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, we will see. We will keep you updated. And uh, fingers crossed because I love Man of Steel and I kind of want a Man of Steel too real soon. We'll see. We'll see. But without these next things, comics wouldn't exist. Comic movies wouldn't exist without comic books. We got a poll list for you this week. Yes, it's a good one. It's a good one every week, y'all. We live in a beautiful time for comics. We got to kick it off with Batman Universe number six. This entire run has been insane, but this particular issue I laughed aloud at like three times, which is always uncomfortable in public, but very good. All right. This next one is brand new. It is called The Butcher of Paris. And if I tell you it is a true crime story set in Nazi-occupied France and you're not already in, this book is probably not for you. Let's look at that cover. Like the the Eiffel Tower in blood is just... ah. The Strange Skies Over East Berlin continues to wow me. This book is so slept on. Get on this book. Speaking of Jeff Loveness being awesome at things. Uh, next up, we have Thor Worthy, number one, which is an all-star jam issue with a couple of short stories from folks like uh, Catherine Eminen and Walt Simonson working on Thor. And then your eyes do not deceive you. Archie 709. <laughs> I had never read Archie comics until Nick Spencer got in this book. I love Nick Spencer's work, so I was like, I'll try this Archie guy out. I hear he's very popular. Koi is uh, having my childhood, and it's very I'm exciting. Like, Archie <laughs> and Sabrina are in love, and it's so cute, and it's so whimsical, and it's so nice to take a break from, like, depravity and just be like, ah, oh, what's Archie doing in this town of Riverdale and high shucks? Yeah, after you're done with the true crime, you can wash your brain out, <laughs> Are, Archie and Sabrina. Are you reading Fallen Angel? Oh, not yet. Okay, the new X-Men book, Fallen yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel, is, is the Hill, right? darkest, and then X-Force as well, are two of the darkest X-Men books I've ever read, so I read Archie after, and I was like, oh, right, palate cleanser, this is really nice, this is a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> uh, Dorian, you reading anything now, man? I am not reading anything at the moment, but I just, I, there's a new uh, book coming out, Thor Metal Gods, that I'm about to check out, so be on the lookout for that, but besides that, I'm just kind of currently going through the Titans run with the season finale of uh, DC's Titans just happening. Um, I don't know how I feel about the finale, I, I got mixed reactions about the finale, but we can talk about that on a, a, a later time. <laughs> I don't want to spoil. I, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. But there, there's just some things that I would have. Hopefully, will be addressed in season three. That's all I'm going to say. It felt too soon to talk about it. A lot of Twitter questions, which we're about to get to, were about the finale. But it felt too soon. Just it, like yeah, we just can't little, talk about Watchmen yet, though. That's all I want to talk about right now. Y'all, or the rest on of Watchmen, bro. Dude, that twist, that, dude. I don't. I'm not going to spoil. I don't want to spoil <laughs> yeah. anything, but. 
Huh? No spoilers. No spoilers. That, know that all of us, like, as a unit, went, huh? I did not see that coming at all. But anyway, I Next digress. Next week, <laughs> um, Watchmen talk on Collider Heroes. We're gonna get I love that when we were like, what do you want us to talk about? Like, five people were like, Watchmen. And we're like, okay, I guess you liked last week. Good. Yeah, it totally worked. And I think episode nine, we'll have to do another deep dive. Because I, mean, I, would, I could have done 30 minutes on just the last two minutes of this episode today. But I had to have some willpower. I had to stay strong. All right, so we're going to do a Twitter-focused round just for you guys. I love the holidays. I love family. You guys are our family. So We're going to we feast wanna... on some delicious Twitter questions. And, of course, the first one is themed to the season. <laughs> We've got Troy Lehman at T. Roystoy. Uh, that's good. That's clever. Which character would make the best Santa Claus? Dorian, mm. what do you so, got? So I was thinking about this. Does this mean the character gets super um, Santa Claus's powers, or they're just like, they're the they're the character and they have to whatever powers they have. Your interpretation. What do you think? What so, do you think? Okay, so me, I was thinking. Okay, like Iron Man would be the easiest to be <laughs> to be Santa Claus sure, because sure. he has the money, he has the resources to to distribute all the gifts. Mm-hmm. But also the Flash, he would be pretty easy getting, and he has, already has a red suit. Yeah. So he would true. be the best to like get all those gifts around the world. Also, I was thinking about Nightcrawler, teleportation, oh. get get it get it in and out, sneaky, drop him, just drop out. But of all that. the houses are stinky after. So, damn true. But you, <laughs> at least you know he's the there. Night. But then he. Knows, that means he visited your house, so that means Santa's you're not naughty. You've been here, exactly. So those are my top picks for right now. I think either Iron Man or The Flash would be the, the easiest, most most reliable way to get all those gifts across America nice. and the world. I mean, Good picks, good I picks. I like those very much. Uh, I, I went... Uh, I went more biblical. Uh, not biblical. I meant more godlike. Uh, who's the god of, of feasting that just became like... Volstag? Yes. Oh, my god. Volstag is my Santa Claus. I was just looking at how to pronounce his name. Volstag is my Santa Claus. Oh, I don't know how to say it. I'm a Hard comic book fan. I read things. <laughs> All the Doctor Strange things in the movie. I was like, oh, that's how you say that. <laughs> um, to me, Volstag, I think that the man loves cookies. Uh, he loves feasting. He will, in fact, appreciate giving and receiving presents. Uh, and I feel like there's this a jolliness about him that's very important. I'm gonna that's go a great call. Warriors 3 do Christmas. I would love to watch that. Um, and and uh, what's his name? Hogan, like the grumpy one? Like, that would be amazing to watch. He's like the lead elf. Um, <laughs> my pick was not necessarily who would actually be the best Santa, but who I would most want to see have to do Santa's job, um, who I think could handle it but wouldn't appreciate it, Booster Gold. Mm. Ooh, see, Booster okay, Gold has some time travel, which is a good way to get it all done. Mm. Um, and he would love to feel important and do a big mission, but how much would it kill him that he has to do the most heroic feat and can never get credit for it? Oh, that's a great Ooh. one on Sean Shot. I could see that. Like, his <laughs> lesson, his morality lesson is learning to not be selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. And it would I be like, like at the end, he'd get to meet one kid and sort of wink and, like, get appreciated after he had already given up that he needed to get glory for it, and he would, like, eat cookies with that kid. Oh. And then just be like, shh, and just peace out. That's a good idea. What about Flash? <laughs> the Scarlet Speedster. I just yeah. said Flash. Oh, no, 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 but I'm writing the story. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'm, sorry. Okay. I'm not taking yours. Okay. Oh. I'm augmenting. Oh, okay. I'm okay. going off. I'm building two. up. Building up. Yeah. All right. All right. So it's the whole story. He goes all around the world. The last kid spots him because he's gotten tired because he's been doing all the, the Flash stuff. And then you've got like a the kid who collects Spider-Man situation. Like you've got like this heartbreaking story of Flash like revealing who he is for this kid because it's like his last Christmas and all the optimism of Barry Allen tied into like the responsibility and I mean it, it got dark guys but I that's, I just I, I like the Flash idea but you got to have that button hey, yeah we need a hey let's say let's get let's get these them going if me, Amy Coy <laughs> we, we just we just gave out two great pitches I'm down <laughs> come on now Grant Gustin next year's Christmas special season six let's make it happen hey. Make moves. <laughs> All right. So by the time you're watching this, uh, you're going to be looking out for different kinds of holiday sales. But we did get a question from Alex at Freakazoid777. Any good Black Friday deals that you got? Collectibles or whatnot? Uh, 
Anybody got a good answer to this one? I got. I finally got a Nintendo Switch after years of wanting to get one and become a fan of it. I finally got one. I got my hands on it. I also got Pokemon Sword. I've been dying to get that game since it was announced. So got that, beat that game this weekend, and now my next one is to get Marvel Ultimate Alliance because I've been wanting. That's yes. another reason why I wanted to get the Switch in the first place. So just trying to save up. We're going to get that next. But that's, <laughs> nice. that's my Black Friday deal. I was finally glad I got that. Uh, I, this year, for the first time in 31 years, did not go out on Black Friday. Uh, for the, literally, it's a family tradition. We always do Black Friday. This is the Aww. first one I decided not to because I wanted to be out in nature. Uh, so I went on a six-hour hike. Mm. But on my six-hour hike, I came across a comic book store. <laughs> so I was like, I, I really want to talk about this question because while wandering in nature, I came across a comic store that was lovely called P.Comics in Altadena, and they happened to be having a 50% off sale. So I, like, out of just pride, bought a single comic because I was like, but then I didn't think how long my hike could be. And I literally walked for another four hours with an amazing Spider-Man 34. But I saw snow. I saw mountains. It was beautiful. It was very anti-capitalism accidentally. But I got my one comic. (laughs) And they had a great sale. So thank you, P.Comics, for your 50% off. (laughs) Only something that would happen to Corey. There was a Batman standing in front of his door. And I was like, well, I got to do that. That was literally mandatory. It had to happen. It was in the middle of Altadena. Like I was heading towards mountains. And I was like, but Batman's here. That's beautiful. Uh, I, I skipped a lot of the sales this year, uh, There, but there's all kinds of good stuff out there. Keep your eye on Steam sales. That's just a good tip in general. Keep your eye on Comixology sales. I believe, last time I looked, right now, if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited, which mm. is their sort of Netflix-style rotating library of things that you can borrow if you pay the one monthly fee, I think they have all of Watchmen right now. Oh. You can just borrow it and read it, which you should. Yes, especially with what we were just talking about, how spoilers, like dive into the comic because right now is the best time to be yeah, a Watchmen Yeah, it will fan. be so rewarding. So yeah, keep your eye out for all of that stuff as the holiday season rolls on. Also, if you're a Blu-ray or 4K collector, which you should be buying digital, also tangible media as well as digital, Spider-Man's been on sale, Avengers Endgame's been on sale, Elite Battle Angel, Godzilla, Aquaman, Venom, Shazam, Deadpool 2, Batman Hush, and Wonder Woman are all under $10 in various forms. Own them. Get them. Support them. <laughs> we also forgot Alita when we did our comic book ranking on the podcast. Oh, we did. We, we, that was so impromptu. It was we our, ranked the superhero movies this year, the comic book based okay. movies this year, but we did it off the top of our heads. We forgot Spider-Man. Spider-Man far from yeah, We, like, we are now calling ourselves out on the main <laughs> we're show. Just, we're owning it. We're so sorry. For the sorry. day we did not bring our brains to work. The last show of the year we will re-rank and we will have a list <laughs> in front of us because clearly we can't handle it like adults without it. Uh, our next one is going to be from Drew Cook at Drew Cook NZ. What comic books, other than Saga, to give Xmas presents to younger cousins, nephews, nieces, etc.? I love mm. this question! There's an ongoing right now that I'm really enjoying. It is Spider-Man and Venom, and they are roommates. Double trouble! It is delightful, it is adorable, it is certainly all ages, and I like the idea of an ongoing book for a kid, because if you give them issues one and two, or maybe even up to three, that gives them the mission of going to get the fourth one. I like the idea of getting comic books like into their habits, not just their hands. So for me, I actually, like, not for me personally, because I already gave my my nephews my DC Universe account. I've just been telling them to read, like, literally, because they, they, like me, grew up just loving the Titans series. So I've just been like, here, here, read Jeff Johns' run of Titans (laughs) and then watch the show. Like, that's all I've been doing for them now is just basically, like, giving them access to my DC Universe app, even though, like, boy, I got to renew it. My, my, my renewal fee is coming up soon but that's like probably what I would recommend is just giving them the DC universe I'm not even trying to promote them like that but give them that app I mean full disclosure I'm not mad about it there 
there are so many <laughs> comics on there that that you can just dive into, and I've like found my passion for them because it's, it's ridiculous. I didn't know like some of these things even existed, so I pass that on to my little nieces and nephews. Mainly my nephews. My nieces are a little bit. They're coming up. They're, they're they'll they'll join the nerd fam, fandom soon. But my nephews loving them so far. I love that man. <laughs> I'm going to cry right here on the show. <laughs> uh, that's it's the best case scenario. There's also a bunch of stuff if you want to put physical comics in people's hands. Obviously, Dorian's calling out that there are some great digital solutions out there right yes. now. Um, if you want to get physical comics into people's hands, of course, there was a new Raina Telgemeier this year. She, Your kids probably already have it, but if they don't, uh, that amazing line that we've been talking about on the show of DC Younger Readers yeah. books, The Secret Diary of, of Swamp Kid, Secret Spiral of Swamp Kid, gonna get it right. <laughs> uh, the Teen Titans Raven, uh, standalone graphic novel that came out this yeah. year. Marvel has a line of younger readers ones called Marvel Action, um, which I love because there's a Spider-Man book that is Miles, Gwen, and Peter that's been rolling around, along all year um, that has some great stories that you can hand to anyone. Uh, and yeah, so so hit up your local comic book store for more recommendations, get on the digital stuff, and make the holidays full of comics. And I love this question because it implies you're anything in that far ahead. Please do that, more of that. And also Comixology has Ultimate Spider-Man, which if the kid is like, I'd say older than nine, it's a great gateway into ju- comics in general. Ultimate Spider-Man ran forever, and a lot of the first volumes are for free. Yeah, you can Ultimate borrow Spider-Man them. and Kamala Khan are the perfect like middle school and up, get into comics forever. Where yeah. my Kamala Khan comics, I'm going to bring them. Yep, uh, somebody's been looking for Kamala Khan comics uh, here at the office. That uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. Our next question comes from friend of the show and friend of the us, Sam Bashore, and that question is a very simple statement: Gwenpool. And I agree with it. We do need to talk about Gwenpool because we have you pulled this as a Twitter question of the week. <laughs> it's just three exclamation points. Gwenpool. That's how I feel about Gwenpool and the person who sent us this, Sam. Thank you, uh, Gwenpool. As a character, and currently Gwenpool Strikes Back is one of the best comics on the shelves. If your nieces, nephews, cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, are older than 15, I recommend this book. It is continuity removed. It is absolutely insane, and it is the most fourth-wall-breaking madness I've seen. The, the, the character of Gwenpool talks to the cover artist and does actions in issue three in order to get a be- better cover by the time the end of the issue happens. It is inspired, it is delightful, and it's Gwenpool. Honestly, I didn't even know where you are going to take that because I just saw the, the notes that said Gwenpool. like, what the hell? Like, what kind of Twitter question? I know, like, Sam's our boy, but I was like, what, where are we going to go with that? And now you just made me want to read a Gwimple comic, so respect Christmas. to you, boy. You just, you, all right. Those three right. Yes. All right. You, the you artist on the Spider-Man Venom comic you just shouted out, it was the artist on that first run of Gwimple, right? Yes. Go to Hiru. Totally tied together. Yeah, perfect good stuff. kismet. Keep up the good work. And there's very few uh, Gwenpool comics that aren't amazing. So anything you pick up, someone will dig. It's a fantastic character. We I love not- the. Uh, I think it was the She-Hulk holiday special a couple of years ago. Oh, had a Gwenpool story in it and a She-Hulk story that was really funny. And it's just a great all rounder if you can. Run She's into like that Spider one. Gwen, a character that shouldn't work. That is amazing. A character that on paper you're like, is that really that gimmick? And then it's like, no, this gimmick is everything. This is the best character. <laughs> I love that character. Thank you. All right, we've got one more from The Upsetter uh, with a <laughs> upsettingly chosen username of Upsetter. Uh, how, about, how about your theories about those Doctor Doom rumors? Now, rumors in capital letters. What do you think, Corey? Uh, I said about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago on a movie fight, the best way to bring Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four into the MCU is by having a rival country having issues with Wakanda and that is of course Latveria and I think Doctor Doom belongs in the world of Black Panther because that is already a political thriller there's already a lot of intrigue it's already a very like adult themed as far as the MCU goes like that that's the way I'd bring him in so I think Doctor Doom and Black Panther is uh is happening 
Now, we don't have a source for this. It's somebody online saying I heard from a guy. Uh, but, you know, would you like this as I an mean, option? Hell for yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't even know that was a rumor. I'd be so down for that. I mean, I thought I, I would like I thought Neymar would be the, the main villain for Black Panther 2. But if they make Doctor Doom, I hell yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you got me all signed up for that. That would be an amazing way to introduce him and then have him. You, of course, you wouldn't kill him off or anything and have him just go on and be the bigger bad of the phase five. Mm. I'd be so down for that. You introduce him in Black Panther create more hype for the the movie itself and then you i may be and then maybe in the post-credit scene of that then that's when you tease neymar for the bigger because you yeah. got D- dr yeah. doom's a gateway between black panther and fantastic four yeah. neymar's the neymar neymar's the big bad neymar <laughs> neymar's the big bad for the fantastic four movie and then you have dr doom be the thing that ties the whole universe into the, like this struggle that's what i do get in the go go write the script course <laughs> hit me up you know where to find me that, Rapid that fire. we got a couple more to get through let's do it okay next up we got ben berkowitz at the ben berkowitz what are your most anticipated releases in any medium of 2020 angel shield season seven <laughs> <laughs> i knew dorian came on today for a reason just, I just that was it that was that. the moment it had to happen Amy, right, what guys, you got? uh this is pretty easy wonder woman in a walk Okay. Uh, now, there's a lot of stuff I'm excited about for next year. I don't know if we have a date for when the next season of Doom Patrol is coming. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but whenever that comes, it's obviously going to be high on my list. Obviously, tons of great comics. The Avengers are getting a video game. A lot of good stuff is happening this year, but Wonder Woman, no question. Uh, I want to come back to this on our year wrap-up or in our year in preview because there's too much stuff, but Childish Gambino didn't drop an album in 2019 and he was supposed to, so Childish Gambino's new album 2020. Nice! Taking that any medium literally. I very much, and he's nerdy, so I'm going to count this as heroes. Yeah, sure. He's in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Jackbar at the Geeky Gator. Robert Pattinson recently said you need magical powers to be a superhero, and therefore Batman isn't one. I disagree personally. What qualifies a character as a superhero to you? Hashtag Collider Heroes. I think he's a hero because he doesn't have superpowers, so I think he's right. I love this. It, this is an age-old comic book fan question. It will never be settled, and it will never stop coming up. So it's just fun to be like, now Robert Pattinson is uh, getting the inside view of these eternal debates. I essentially... My position is it's not inaccurate if you're like he's a superhero because he is one of the most famous characters in a genre widely regarded as the superhero genre, and I get it, and I'm not really going to quibble with anyone. But, yeah, if you were getting real specific about meanings, you probably mean superpowers. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, he's got me in a bind, I guess. Like like you said, he I would consider him Batman a superhero, but also, like, yeah, yeah if you say, oh, wait, he doesn't have powers, he's just really rich. Like, that, that's, that's his superpower. But for me, what makes a hero or what makes somebody a superhero is if they're just a good person. They have, they're, they're just trying to make a difference, trying to save the day, and also might have power. So I guess, I don't know. Is Batman a superhero? I would qualify him as one, but I could see where people would be like, no, he's just a hero, or no, he's just a, a really rich, wealthy man that has money and has free time That's is just trying to mess up some bad guys. It's weird, because, like, is Batman a superhero? Probably no, but does Batman star in superhero comics? I would say yeah. Does that make sense? Maybe not. <laughs> the age-old question now with more Robert Pattinson. <laughs> All right, and our final question is going to be from... Gre- nope, we got Cullen Hemingway, and we've got I'm Always Down for Deadpool. When will he arrive in the MCU? How does it happen? What story arc does he come to the MCU with? Will we still have Cable? A very brief question, a very easy to answer question. A very, you know, this is going to take no time. Yes, he's coming. Yes, it's soon. No, I don't know how. Cable, I think, is involved. But the beautiful thing about Deadpool is you don't have to have continuity. They literally broke.
continuity in Deadpool 1 and 2 by having both sets of X-Men. So I personally would have dream scenario, since I don't know what they're actually going to do, dream scenario, Deadpool kills the Fox universe. You've got Chris Evans come in as Human Torch. You've got the old school Fantastic Four be a part of the whole equation. You just destroy what the Fox universe was because they're not going to use them anymore. You've got the MCU taking over. So you end Fox with Deadpool, and that way you've got a Deadpool movie that brings him into the MCU by ending another universe. Make him Galactus. Michael B. Jordan pop up as Human Torch as well. Right? Both of them. Damn. Like have a multi... Have Into the Spider-Verse with Deadpool, but have it be Fox. Oh, no. I'm down for that. Into also, the Deadpool-verse. As long as Zazie Beast returned She'll be back. as Domino for in the MCU, that's all, I can, that's all I care about. She could punch me in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think Josh Brolin's back. Like, Josh Brolin loved playing Cable. He's talked about yeah. it a lot. But, yeah, Zazie Beats, like, especially after Joker, I just want to remember that. Yeah, everything. Like, absolutely. Uh, and I do think we're going to hear something soon. I don't know when or in what context. But Deadpool, like, that's the next thing. I, I got theories. I got theories. All right. We did it. We did a lot of Twitter questions. That was a lot of fun. We're going to do even more on Giant Size Heroes, which drops on Thursday. But for now, until next week, stay Stay sweaty. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.